Welcome to Wednesday, Hump Day Wednesday. It's August 10th, 2022. Your Day Weather Podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming news than any other news organization in the state. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com. Sign up for their daily newsletter and check them out on their Facebook page. Well, it's going to be a hot one. If you're headed up to Sturgis or on that way, be ready for some hot, hot temperatures. That's where the hottest temperatures are going to be up in that region today as hot, dry, high pressure is overhead, especially along and east of the divide. Now, an area of deeper moisture is going to come in, but very slowly. But once it arrives, that's going to really change things in terms of getting back into thunderstorms again. At the same time, east of the divide, out on the plains, there's going to be this large area of dry, stable air. So there's going to be a real definitive line between who's just sunny, hot, and dry, and who's warm with thunderstorms. Next week, not going to be as hot. We're going to see a little bit of a realignment in the jet stream, and that's going to allow cooler air into the plains, a little bit of upslope, and a break in the heat. We can take a look at sea surface temperatures in the North Pacific and why that's going to be an important player heading into early fall. The satellite photo showing the water vapor. We showed you this tongue of moisture coming up out of Mexico, riding all the way up into the Pacific Northwest. Look at that delineation. East of the Cascades is actually where the moisture is. It's usually the opposite. And then here is this larger area of dry air. And this little circle here, this hole of dryness, is going to kind of just sit here for several days, really reducing, not eliminating, but reducing the thunderstorm coverage. The thunderstorms are going to be in this deeper moisture. And you can really see it here on the precipitable water analysis that acts as a deeper moisture. All that blue right here is stretching across the western United States out into the eastern Pacific with the drier air out into the plains. And you can see where the thunderstorms are going to be tomorrow. Actually, the severe weather risk is in an area you don't normally see it. Eastern Washington and northeastern Oregon, that area doesn't always have that severe weather threat, but it actually does today because of that plume of subtropical air. And then you can see this area of dryness where thunderstorm activity is just not going to get going today. These are the forecasted high temperatures this afternoon. You can see how hot it's going to be today across parts of Montana, the Dakotas, Nebraska, parts of Wyoming, eastern Colorado, down into Texas. Actually, it's going to be where you want to go is up into the high country to cool off, and the same for tomorrow. Tomorrow, the heat shifts a little bit more east out into the plains, but the next two days, the heat is on. High pressure is right on top of us, and it's very, very strong. But a subtle shift toward east of that high, it doesn't take much, but that little shift right there just opens the door for the monsoon moisture to come back on in. So there's going to be an eastward shift in that plume of moisture we showed you. That eastward shift is going to be slow, but the western slope of Colorado, Wyoming, into Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, up into Idaho and Montana, well, that moisture is going to have access to come on in as it rolls around the high. The clockwise circulation around the high draws that moisture up, and there it is. This is by Saturday afternoon. See this pocket of dryness right here? So we're going to basically have a ring of fire, ring of thunderstorms, around this ridge of high pressure like this as we go on through the end of this week and into the weekend while that stable air is out on into the plains. This is by Sunday and this is by Monday. So you can see it is overhead for really it starts getting really deep on Friday. But as you get into Friday, 
Saturday. This is Saturday. This is Sunday. This is Monday. You can see it, the moisture just kind of gets wrapped around the high right here where there's not going to be as much action with the thunderstorms. But under this deeper blue here, you're going to have heavy rain producing thunderstorms. So there's going to be a really good chance again for western Wyoming, western and central Montana, Idaho, Utah, western and mountain areas of Colorado to get into some shower and thunderstorm activity. We're also expecting the northeastern areas of Wyoming and western South Dakota to get into the act. So as you get into Niobrara, western Campbell counties, as you get up into western South Dakota, that Rapid City, Sturgis area, the heat will translate to still being very warm, but throwing thunderstorms into the mix. Now looking at next week, notice the high retreats. It goes back west again. That opens the door to the jet stream to take a dip. This is a pretty good dip in the jet stream right there. And what that's going to do, this is by Tuesday night into Wednesday morning of next week. That's going to open the door to some cooler air out of Canada moving into the central United States. So the heat gets suppressed to the west. Cooler weather comes into the east. And when you have cool air like this spill into the plains east of the divide, there's always a little bit of an upslope component an east or northeast wind coming up into the front range. That will cool off the front range and that's also gonna produce a better chance of showers and thunderstorms. So look at this. This is by next Thursday. Look at the Southern Plains. Look at Dallas and Houston cooling off. And look at the cooler weather moving into this part of the country while the heat is back here. Now, I think this is gonna flip later on, but you can see that this is a fairly good little cool down coming for mid August. This is going to lead to that upslope pattern. So Monday and Tuesday of next week, east of the divide could be wet, cloudy and cooler with showers and thunderstorms. And here you can see that ring of moisture. This is through next Wednesday. The precipitation forecast showing that heavier moisture going around the high up into the mountains as well, but also getting further north and a little bit more west as well. Taking a look at any tropical storm or hurricane activity, nothing going on in the Atlantic. There's a little disturbance right here. We still have a very, very quiet hurricane season. No tropical cyclones being reported. We do expect this to change as we get further into August and into early September. Going out 10 days from now, the high is back over Utah, Nevada. There's that trough in the Great Lakes where that cooler weather will reside. What I want to start talking about, and we've dropped some hints here over the last few podcasts, was up here in the North Pacific, things are starting to get interesting. Interesting in the sense of looking at sea surface temperature anomalies. Now, we've been showing you the cooler than average temperatures, the La Nina region right here. We're all tired of La Nina. We all want it to go away, but here it is, still there. Now, this La Nina pattern is certainly gonna be an important player as we head into fall, as we think it's gonna last through fall. But up here in the North Pacific, you see all the red here and the darker red right here? Well, the temperature anomaly in the North Pacific is increasing relative to the 30-year average. The sea surface temperatures there are warmer. Now, by no means is that water warm. If you were to jump in the water, it would still be very cold, but it is a little bit warmer. And when you do that, over this large area of the North Pacific, especially as it starts to nudge northeastward here into the Gulf of Alaska, what tends to happen is this makes the, the region more favorable for a high pressure ridge to establish itself. So as we get into late August, September, and October, 
if this warm pool is still there, this lends itself to the development of an upper level ridge of high pressure in the eastern Pacific as we get into the fall season. That causes the jet stream to ride up north, then take a dip. If it takes a dip into the lower 48 states, you know what happens. You get the colder weather. So with this warm pill growing and building, if it maintains itself, we're going to be looking at that first couple of shots of fall colder weather being probably fairly significant, something to keep an eye on. And this is the reference I told you is like, I showed you a map with a lot of red, like it's really, really warm. It's really not that warm. If you were to get in the water, you wouldn't last very long. It's really, really cool still. But relative to the 30 year average, that warmer pool coming on in is gonna help that high pressure ridge get more established and will be a big player if it maintains itself fall and winter. Because the establishment of an Eastern Pacific Ridge in the fall and especially the winter season is a cold signal for the lower 48. Something we're gonna continue to watch. Have yourself a great